0: I'm Sadie.
1: I'm American, and I'm living in Japan. Konnichiwa! I'm Akane. I'm Japanese, and I'm living in the U.S. And this is
0: the Foreign Exchange Program. In this show, we invite you to listen in on our insightful discussions about language, culture, society, and personal experiences living and thriving in a foreign country.
1: I have lived in Southern California for several years, but I hadn't driven a car by myself because, I don't know, I was just scared to drive in general. (laughs) And usually when I told this to my friends or people I met, they're really surprised. Really? How can you survive? How you can get around? And I said... Yeah, uh, I use like Uber, Rift, those uh, services. And also my friends sometimes help me to go somewhere. Of course, I don't say it was convenient, but still I could figure out. But recently I started to drive my car and oh my God, it's so convenient. Yeah, in the U.S., driving
0: is pretty essential, I think. <laughs> it's, an, it's kind of a necessity for most areas of the country. But in Japan, it depends on where you live. So talking about that and comparing a few other aspects of transportation between each country,
1: we thought that would be an interesting topic to get into today. Sounds good. Sadie, what are some of your impressions regarding Japan's transportation?
0: So, in general, I feel like Japan's transportation systems are pretty immaculate, especially coming from a country like the US, where it can be pretty hit or miss if, (laughs) 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 you know, (laughs) the transportation systems are just not as consistent, I think. So, in a general sense, if you're taking public transportation, for example, It's probably going to be clean. It's probably going to be on time unless there's a weather emergency or some mechanical problem or something like that. It's very punctual. So you can really, really depend on public transportation to get you where you need to go
1: at a certain time. Mm, That's true. (laughs) Yeah, like a box. then when I visit U.S. maybe like 10 years ago, More than 10 years ago, I was just a visitor. And then, so we didn't have like a smartphone or Google map. So we just have like a paper, time, time timetables, timetables. So, you know, I have to follow the timetable and go to the bus stop, but never came. Buses never (laughs) came, but I'm not sure they already went or they are coming or what they disappeared. it can
0: be both either all of the above
1: (laughs) yeah really
0: knows yeah yeah Mm -hmm. very different Mm -hmm. absolutely but it makes relying on public transportation here very easy to do and i think a lot of people do that throughout their lives Mm -hmm. so coming from japan to the u.s What are some of your impressions besides, ah, the bus is always late or early or I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I live in Tokyo most of my life and I usually use uh, public transportation in Tokyo, like Mm -hmm. a train, metro, buses. And in Southern California, like maybe downtown, like a big city in the middle of the city, we have buses and train or tram is there a tram up there
0: i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) definitely trains and buses and in some areas there's a subway
1: but yeah yeah trains buses and subways but it's really limited area and of course if we live in those areas usually it's very expensive. So, even little outside, it's really inconvenient using those public transportation. So, car is essential, as just Sadie said earlier. <laughs> so, like for me, transportation in U.S. equal car. <laughs> <laughs> car is the only answer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Interesting. Let's dig
1: into this a little bit more. So in the U.S., especially Southern California, driving is really important and not important. It's something you need to do to survive.
0: It's a necessity, pretty
1: much. (laughs) So... Especially, I think my perspective is very unique because I live here for a while, but I didn't drive. Mm. I don't know, a lot of things, for example, any like malls or banks, any type of facilities, they are designed for people coming by cars.
0: Mm-hmm. There are lots of drive through services.
1: Yeah. So sometimes it's so difficult to get in without car. (laughs) Or like one facility is really huge. So if I walk, I needed to walk a lot Mm. unnecessarily. (laughs) So that's the very big difference. And also for driving itself, since I just started to drive and I have license in Japan so I know the rules driving laws in Japan too. Of course, fundamental rules are the same. If it's red, we have to stop. If it's green, we can go. Mm-hmm. But some rules are different. And I think. I mean, a major difference
0: is Japan and the US you drive on the opposite side of the road. So
1: yeah that's, that's a big one big difference but since i didn't drive in tokyo so i don't feel that much weirdness. Ah, so this is usual for me in the u.s <laughs>
0: that's actually quite lucky i think you're fortunate in that way
1: yeah so i think i have trouble if i drive in tokyo now mm. <laughs> <laughs> i think so too <laughs> and the one rule i want to mention is turn right Mm -hmm. in us of course if it said i cannot turn right if it's red if there is a sign said so i cannot turn right but Mm -hmm. if there are no those signs at the intersection basically i can turn right if even it's red, and there are no cars to interlock. Mm-hmm. But in Japan, I cannot turn right if it's red. Turn left. <laughs> I mean, so so. Yeah, you're right.
0: Because in the U. S. it goes like this way, but in yeah. Japan, it goes like this. Yeah way.
1: yeah. So yes. Yeah, so, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> so turning left on turning red. Turning left in Japan, we cannot. On red. It's, on red. It's, it's yeah. Really on goes. red. So that is, I was surprised. Like, mm. even I didn't drive in Tokyo much, I, I knew the rule. For me, still, I get nervous when I turn right when it's red. <laughs> so, you just
0: have to get used to it. It's okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and also, this is the rule is same. So, when we want to turn right or turn left or change the rain, we have to use winkers. <laughs> signals, turn signals. A signals ka. or blinkers. A blinkers. <laughs> he said winkers. <laughs> in That's Japanese, so we say winker. Honto. Winker. Brinker. Yeah. Blinker. Blinker. Uh-huh. So we have to use brinker.
0: <laughs> I didn't know you used the term winker in Japanese. That's really cute. I think it's like, like a blinkers. This? Yeah, it's both eyes when you say blink in English, but wink is only one eye, so. <laughs> oh,
1: that's true.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. Anyway, sorry. Yes, you have to use your blinkers when you're so changing rings and whatnot. Uh-huh.
1: But a lot of people, especially in around my area, they don't use. So sometimes I was surprised, oh, you want to change your ring? You should yeah. use your blinkers. I felt a lot of time like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true.
0: And I will say that driving etiquette and driving like traffic laws as well, they do tend to vary depending on the state. Um, so maybe some areas are better at using their blinkers than others, maybe not. I don't know, but mm. <laughs> You know, as with everything, the U.S. is a huge country and there's a lot of variants.
1: Yeah, so those things sometimes very frustrating for me or I I sometimes scared. And also since everyone uses car, so like in the morning or at 4 or 5 p.m., there is a rush hour Mm -hmm. and it's so crowded. And even highway, it's so huge traffic jam. In US or in Southern California, it's really common people talk about, I can go there in 20 minutes without traffic. Yes,
0: this is actually a stereotype for Southern Californians. They always oh. complain about the traffic, and that's like a giveaway. If you're complaining about the traffic that it took you to get somewhere that morning, like on the freeway or whatever, you sound like you're from Southern California.
1: <laughs> yes, that is really interesting for me. People always talk about it in that way. Oh, without traffic, always with mm-hmm. traffic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if it's just five minutes different, maybe they don't have to mention, but it should be more than like 15 minutes difference or something. Yeah. And it usually is. <laughs> yeah. That is really crazy. And I understand people get upset or stressed out. hmm And sometimes those stress appeared in their driving attitudes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like downtown LA, oh, it's so crazy. People just drive whatever they want. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I I don't miss that at all. I also used to live in Southern California and ask anybody. I hated driving while I was there. It was (laughs) usually just a mess. People, you know, don't pay attention to you or any other car around them or as you said they do their own thing right it can be unpredictable yeah so it, it definitely can be scary sometimes i think
1: yeah i definitely need to practice more and get used to and protect myself
0: yes you must be a defensive driver
1: <laughs> yeah defensive driver definitely
0: uh-huh yeah To be honest, just hearing about you talking, (laughs) you know, discussing this again, it's making my heart pound a little bit. My heart rate is increasing because Uh, I'm feeling stressed out.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) But I understand. I also,
0: I don't enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. It's not an easygoing place to drive, for Mm. sure. Especially if you have to use the freeway or the highway very often. Mm. But yeah, so... On my side of things, of course, as you said, in the U.S., driving is a necessity. So I drove when I lived in the U.S., but once I moved to Japan, I haven't. I, I don't drive anymore. And I don't have to drive anymore either. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on where you live, I think, in Japan. That's what it comes down to when you talk about what is your primary mode of transportation. So when I first moved to Japan, I lived in a decent like mid-sized city. And my apartment was actually luckily very close to the train station and the bus, a big bus stop as well. So to commute, I would take the bus to work. That was the fastest way. And again, if I were to travel or anything, I could use the train station. It had JR, Japan Railways, Mm. like tons of different train lines that go all over the place and it was also a shinkansen or bullet train station and bullet train is like the fastest in japan it can get you to the major cities very quickly so getting around was super easy super comfortable there i just relied on public transportation completely Mm. with no issues After that, I moved to a smaller city, not quite the countryside, but it was pretty small. And there, if you take public transportation, there was a small train station nearby. But for example, it only had one or two lines and the train only came like once every 30 minutes or once Mm, an hour. I see So there's not much availability and the closest Shinkansen station, bullet train station, it took an hour
1: by train to get
0: to that station. Mm. So it, it was out of the way you could do it. And I had to do it a few times, but it took, it took up a lot of time. It was not as direct as the place I previously lived and yeah, but the bus, there were buses, but, There were fewer stops and it was not as convenient as well. So when I lived there, I rode my bike or I walked to my work, actually. Mm. Um, And a lot of people rode bikes, bicycles. Sorry, that was really common. And also, once you get out into the smaller towns like that, you do see a lot more people driving. Mm. So my husband had a car, for example, and we would drive sometimes Mm. to get around But still for me personally, I mostly just use a bike Mm. or walk Mm -hmm. most places. And now I live (laughs) completely the opposite of that. I live in one of Japan's biggest cities. So it's got any kind of transportation you could want. It's got the buses, it's got the trains, it's got the subway stations, it's got you know, the bullet trains, everything, (laughs) everything you could imagine is there. (laughs) Um, So again, you can really, really rely on public transportation. And if you live close enough, you can rent a city bike. Those are really common as well. If you don't have a bicycle, you can rent one. There are lots of buses and everything. And at least where I live, Pretty much everything you need, you can get to on foot. Mm. The city is so convenient. And like the bank, the grocery store, the shopping mall, the train station, everything is close enough by that you can just walk there. So if you live in areas like that, you really don't need a car. Mm. It's not so necessary. So yeah, I've kind of experienced all the different areas of Japan the big, the small, the in between. And obviously the bigger the city, most likely the better the transportation will be. And what's great about where I live now too, is there's a new train that comes like every five minutes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You
0: never really have to wait to catch a train. You can show up and it'll likely be there. If it's not already there, it will be there shortly. And that's just so convenient. It's wonderful. (laughs) I love Japanese public transportation.
1: <laughs> I have seen or heard some foreign travelers, maybe they're not resident in Japan. They mm-hmm. had a hard time to figure out buying a ticket or how to transfer or transit from one train to the another. Mm-hmm. You have those difficulties before?
0: Not too many because. At least the very first city that I lived in, for example, the ticket machines had an English menu, (laughs) so (laughs) I could just hit the English button and then I could understand everything before I knew Japanese, really. And as far as transfers go, oh, I do have one embarrassing story, but it's kind of my own fault (laughs) because I didn't read closely. So... When you take the Shinkansen, the bullet train, there are several different types. There's like, what is it? Nozomi. There's Ah Hikari. Hikari.
1: Kodama. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there are several different types of Shinkansen. It's not just one you get on. It goes where you want. And basically, these different trains mean they stop in different places. Mm. Some will stop more frequently and some will stop less frequently. And you should know which one you need
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) before
0: before you get on the train. (laughs) Because I was trying to go somewhere and I got on the Shinkansen at, you know, my local station. I thought it was fine. And it was going in the right direction, which was fine. But I was sitting on the train and, you know, I thought it was kind of weird because I didn't hear any announcement for it saying like, next stop is blah, blah, blah. It's like, why isn't it? Why don't I hear anything about it stopping? The announcements are usually like right on time. And then (laughs) I saw the train just kept going past the station that I was (laughs) trying to get off at. So... (laughs) (laughs) I ended up at a station unfortunately like an hour away from where I was supposed (gasps) to get off and it was not yeah it was nighttime unfortunately and I was so terrified (laughs) it was messy and it was because I got on the wrong type of shinkansen I wasn't paying Uh... attention to which type it was so the one that I got on it didn't stop where it needed to but Usually, like, there's another type that does make all of those stops. So if you do come to Japan and you want to use the bullet train, which you should because it's wonderful, please double, double, triple check <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what type of train you're getting on I so th- you don't make my mistake.
1: <laughs> I think, like, if you just visit Tokyo, Osaka, Fukuoka, like those big stations or cities, every Shinkansen will stop. But like a small station, like a Shizuoka or others, like a stations, mm-hmm. like Shinkansen, they don't stop. So yeah, it's better to check your ticket closely.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, please learn from my mistakes.
0: Don't do what I did. I had to like frantically try and explain to the gate attendant that I got on the wrong train. <laughs> i'm like I, I i made a mistake i got on the wrong train and they don't speak english they didn't speak english so it was a whole mess just <laughs> avoiding double check where you're going double
1: check what train
0: you're getting on so that's my advice
1: <laughs> one more transportation i want to mention is amtrak amtrak is kind of similar to shinkansen in japan <sighs> I, did. <laughs> I mean like a long distance train yeah maybe you can go to San Diego to even San Francisco by train mm-hmm. but it takes longer than Shinkansen I mean it's it's not yeah. like faster as Shinkansen so that part is not that convenient like Shinkansen but I think this transportation has a long history, I guess. Mm, yeah, I think so as well. Like even we can go to from California to other state like uh, Chicago or New York.
0: Yeah, there's, there are interstate Trains as well. Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: So if you're looking for any other transportation except flight, I think Amtrak is a good way to explore the U.S. And mm. it's usually cheaper than flight.
0: Yeah. Just don't take Amtrak if you're trying to get somewhere in a hurry.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: because it, do- it does
1: take time, right? Yeah. And I use. I'm trapped several times when my family or friend visit me from Japan and especially Pacific Liner, I forgot mm-hmm. the name. Pacific Something Rainer. like that. That sounds right. It's in uh, California. And then the Amtrak um, uh, run along the beach. So the scenery is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And especially if you have a train during sunset time, oh my God, it's perfect. (laughs) It's really wonderful. It's going to be one of activity in your trip. Sure. Even it's a transportation. It's just like a moving one place to the other, but you definitely can enjoy the experience. But... (laughs) one thing I was disappointed was cleanliness and because I kind of booked the train because I wanted to show the scenery to my friends or family but the window was dirty yeah (laughs) so I'm just wondering like oh this train the highlight is this scenery. So at least uh, I want them to clean the windows. (laughs) (laughs) I can feel for you. I can feel for you. So I take like Shinkansen, usually uh, Mount Fuji is really Mm -hmm. popular to see from the bread train Shinkansen. Mm -hmm. And then if I take picture from Shinkansen, I can take pretty uh, nice picture even from the window mm. because the window is cleaned. But yeah. I'm drunk. It's really sad. I couldn't <laughs> take any <laughs> beautiful picture and I just see uh, like a dirt or dust. Handprints. Yeah, handprints. <laughs> <laughs> So I could take pictures mm. in my heart and then still in my memory. But. <laughs> <laughs> disaster oh no <laughs> so i really like the trip actually um, truck trip is really fun we can like uh, eat drink really nice yeah it's
0: quite comfortable i've taken it before the seats are comfy and yeah like
1: you said,
0: you can eat and drink and walk around mm-hmm. you know it's spacious enough but yeah yeah the yeah. poor
1: your your poor friends and family they can't
0: see out the windows
1: yeah just like a little you know little business strategy I don't know (laughs) maybe you should send them a comment yeah oh I don't know maybe for Californians the beach scenery is too usual like a daily life (laughs) that could be maybe they're just uh used to
0: it yeah
1: so that's that's a shame no shame, just like uh can be improved. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I yeah, see. but yeah, if, if you have any chance to trip California, I highly recommend using Amtrak and enjoy the scenery. Just don't take pictures.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I second that. I've taken it before too up the same uh Pacific Coastliner, I think it's called. It's really beautiful. You can see the ocean most of the way up, and it's definitely worth it. Even if you can't take pictures, you can get a nice view out the window. So give it a try. So, the last thing that I want to talk about here is I mentioned before that I don't drive in Japan. I've never really driven in Japan, but there have been some periods where my husband has a car and we go places. So I can observe like what it's like to drive. <laughs> <laughs> and there are some interesting differences to me. First of all, I feel like everything here moves more slowly. Oh. Like the speed limits are lower, I think. Mm. And, you know, They do use kilometers here instead of miles, but even with that in account, I feel like in general, speed limits are a bit lower. Mm -hmm. So even if you're on kind of a main road, it can feel like you're going slow. (laughs) 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 That's always still surprises me. I like, how fast are we going? Like, why? Why does this feel so slow? We're on a highway. What is this? So just a little difference there. I don't know why, but in Japan, driving, it seems to be just at a slower speed in general across the board.
1: Yeah, it's very different.
0: Mm -hmm. Residential highway, main Mm -hmm. roads doesn't matter. It all just feels slower. Another thing with driving, let's see, is you mentioned like the attitudes of people kind of in the US, they're quite aggressive and, you know, they can not use their turn signals and Mm -hmm. it seems kind of (laughs) crazy sometimes. In Japan, I feel like people, not all people, but in general, people are more apologetic. So for example, if you're driving on the highway and you cut somebody off, you cut in front of them Mm -hmm. when you shouldn't have, you turn on your hazard lights, your flashers. Uh, to say like oh i'm sorry i made a mistake you acknowledge that you made a mistake and i know other countries do this too but this is not anything that i've seen in the u.s maybe there are certain areas that do it but it's not something that i ever picked up on and here it's pretty widespread i've seen it all over the country
1: but that is not in the textbook at the driving school Which is really interesting. How did that develop then? (laughs) Because I saw other people did. So I kind of learned. Mm. Yeah,
0: it's really common though. If you make a mistake when you're driving, you turn on your hazard lights, your flashers, whatever you call them, and just be like, hey, I know I did something stupid. Sorry. And that's it. You don't get, you don't hear people honking very much Mm. unless it's like a really big mistake and it's very, very dangerous. Usually, I feel like honking, you hear a lot more in the States mm. than in Japan. So <laughs> I just feel like the attitudes are a lot more relaxed, a lot more apologetic and forgiving. <laughs> you know, I like that.
1: I like that a lot. <laughs> I think in U.S., even people remit honking when they're really, really in dangerous situation. But those situations are more than oh. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That could be,
0: that could be, (laughs) whatever it is. I don't hear honking as much. I don't hear that aggressiveness as much. Yeah. I see just more people like saying, oh, sorry, I did something dumb. Excuse me, pardon Mm me. You know, so I like that a lot. That kind of driving culture, driving etiquette. It's Mm -hmm. nice. It makes it feel not so scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And one other thing that I wanted to mention in terms of driving that's quite different, I think, compared to the U.S. is the amount of toll roads that Japan has. Oh, There's like a highway system and then an expressway system, I think. Correct. And the expressways, all of the expressways in Japan are toll roads. You have to pay to Mm. use the roads. There are some in the US, but I'm pretty sure it's the whole country, like all of the super fast roads you have to pay to get on. And they're pretty expensive. Mm. Whenever we've used them, they cost quite a bit of money. And I'm trying to think. Yeah, they're pretty expensive. They charge you for the distance you drive. If I remember, it's like by distance and then it's taxed. I'm pretty sure like it's pretty expensive. And most cars come, or you can buy what's called an ETC card. So you can kind of link up an account to pay the fees electronically. So you don't have to stop and pay when you're going through the tolls. But yeah, I, I, you know, anytime we're trying to go on the expressway, the freeway, whatever you want to call it, you have to pay, you have to pay money. But in the U.S., I feel like it's in a more limited scope. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you'll see toll roads that you have to pay yeah.
1: for. Most of the time in U.S., we don't have to pay. Maybe really special occasion or like a really special roads. But mm-hmm. in Japan, usually we have to pay for highways. So it's no freeway. Highway. <laughs> <Or> <laughs>
0: yeah, there is no free. <laughs> yeah, that's better. that's better. But I think there are... I think there's a difference between maybe highways and the expressway. I think the highway it takes longer to get somewhere like it's not as convenient, but it's generally free, like toll free. And then the expressway, the faster one, you do have to pay at least in my experience. But yeah, that that's pretty different to have a like a nationwide Mm. toll road system like expressway toll system Mm. that's been I just was surprised at how expensive it can be it shocks me because you know driving you can drive state to state in the U.S. and it only costs you however much gas costs yeah that's true (laughs) right so that's a big difference that I found quite interesting as well So I think one of the main reasons why there is such big differences in especially public transportation or just how we use transportation between the U.S. and Japan is the size of the countries.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You
0: know, Japan is about the size of California, roughly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the nation's funding goes all into just that small chunk of land, that small island. Whereas the U.S. is huge. I I can never stress to people enough how big that country is. And I think it's a lot harder, even though it's a wealthy nation, I think it's a lot harder to fund widespread, big, like high-speed trains or things like that to construct, Mm -hmm. to maintain all of that. I think it's just too expensive for most parts of the country.
1: Yeah. And then if California or America build those facilities like transportation, then they expect people to use. But I guess people are so used to use cars and I don't think people give up using a car
0: I think it would depend on like the accessibility what's the cost and where do they stop if it's convenient enough I think some people would switch
1: but it would have to be
0: convenient enough and it would have to be at a price that they're willing to pay Mm -hmm. that would be worth it compared to using a car Mm -hmm. right but I think it's possible Mm -hmm. it just needs to be the right
1: circumstances as Sadie said a lot of people don't like transportation here so (laughs) they have the I never heard oh I love transportation in Southern California I never (laughs) ever ever heard so (laughs) I think still from the perspective we have possibility (laughs) public transportation we will have more public transportation later. Mm. Yeah. I, I
0: think there's room for change and for growth, but for now, unless you live in like New York or something, chances are you're going to be living where you need a car in mm. the U S and in Japan, you can live pretty much anywhere unless you're way out in the mountains. and have some decent access to public transportation but you always have the option to use a car if you really want it so you can kind of pick what you like here
1: that's true
0: yeah but this is interesting to talk about as usual thanks for discussing thank you very much see you next next time oh see you next time Bye. bye
1: If you enjoy listening to our show, please consider leaving us a rating or comment on your preferred podcasting platform. If you have any questions,
0: comments, or suggestions, feel free to email us at foreignexchangeprogrampod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'd love to get some feedback from you all.
1: You can find us on Instagram as well at Falling Exchange Program Pod. So feel free to follow us on there. Send us a message and get notified when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening.